Hi, once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is your host, McKay Alexander on So You Have an Idea, Now What podcast. As always, we have a really great episode for you today, a well-packed one. In it as well, we'll also be having a interview, a guest interview with one of our industry experts. So let's get started. As always on this podcast, you know, we like to share, give information on resources and avenues where individuals can find support for turning their ideas into business. So today, what we're actually going to be sharing with you is the Intellectual Property Clinic. And this clinic is a collaboration between uh, the Intellectual Property Office, that's under the Ministry of Legal Affairs, and Kariri. So this clinic and what they actually do, it's a really good clinic. So once a month, they would actually sit down with you, an intellectual property officer will sit down with you for half an hour and you would have the the opportunity to have an individual consultation with that officer. And so all your questions with respect to ideas, products, inventions, innovations, and how to go about going forward and securing it. Best of all, with this particular resource, it is completely confidential and free of charge. Yes, that's right. I said it's free of charge. All you need to do is actually go ahead and make an appointment with them. So again, to get that information as to how you could go about doing that, you could give uh, Kariri a call at 299-0209, extension 2661. So again, that particular resource, it is the Intellectual Property Clinic partnership between the IPO office, Ministry of Legal Affairs, and Kariri. You could sit down, talk with an officer, have an half an hour to, to share that information with them. Again, the number you could call to get that support is 299-0209, extension 2661. And of course, the website, the link, I'll provide it in the description so you'll be able to see it and get information as to how you could go ahead and get more information on that. All right, so let's get started with the episode now. So you've been thinking about this idea and you think it's a really good idea. And sometimes when you think about idea, you get really excited. But while you're getting excited, something else is happening. You're getting a little nervous, you're apprehensive, and there's a mixture in your mind of both positive and negative feelings. So in today's episode, what we'll be talking about would be the most important uh, mindset changes you need to have once you're deciding, okay, you want to get into business or start your business. Because of course, we all know uh, there isn't any certification or test you can have to decide if you're going to be a good fit for entrepreneurship or not. Uh, The MBA isn't going to do it for you. Academic credentials aren't going to do it for you. But what we do know is that there are some skills, tools, self-help exercises you can do And if you can go ahead and implement those things in your mind, in your mindset, in the way you think and the way you approach business or your idea of entrepreneurship, you'd have a greater chance of not only success, but how you react or treat whenever things don't go the way you believe they were going to go. So we're going to go over some of them today. Again, they're in no particular order, but we'll just look at what some of those are. techniques are not only techniques but some of those things that you need to consider the first thing we're going to talk about is to choose courage over fear so as before earlier i know i would have said you know there's a lot of mixed emotions in your mind when you're thinking about getting into business you're thinking about 
okay, how are you going to pay for some of these other bills? Are uh, you comfortable in, in your current employment, wherever you're working, if, if you're working, of course, and you're always telling yourself, okay, I need to now make this jump. And there has to be a consideration to ensure that the desire to go forward is greater than desire to fail or the desire to not do. There has to be that appreciation where you're going to tell yourself, you know, when you turn 60, 70, 80, 90 even, and you look back at your life and say, okay, you know what? There was this idea that I wanted to go ahead and do and for whatever reason, I didn't do it. And, you know, it's one of those things where you have to really get into the mindset of choosing that courage to go ahead and try over the, the fear of failing. You need to go ahead and look at that. So that's one of the first things we look at. Another thing we have to focus on is self-belief. And by that, we mean attitude is everything. You have to believe in yourself first before you can achieve anything. And that positive attitude literally creates success. And it really helps you go through that particular process to have it in, in within you and then have that resilience and fortitude out because trust me, you're going to need it when things get tough. Another thing we look at would be to choose good company. And I I use this particular technique and it's one of those things I've, I've heard other successful entrepreneurs talk about. And it's really simple, simply understanding that negativity is contagious. And it's one of those things where it's always around you. Pessimism, individuals who are just toxic, etc. It's really difficult, especially when you have these ideas. It, it messes with your psyche. It messes with your confidence. It just messes with your, your total vibe. Uh, so what you try to do, one of the first things when you, sometimes when you have these ideas, not only who you share it with, but start to choose, pick and choose the individuals who uh, you're surrounding yourself with. So one of the first things you want to look at if you're really deciding that you want to get into business, start to speak or find friends who you know are along the same line, have a particular mindset or already into business. And just go ahead and engage with them and talk with them and then see, you know, some of the things you can learn from them, some of those habits, and then get into the uh, the the habit again of positive thinking, positive talking, positive expressions, and positive engagements. And you'll see how that goes about not only changing your mindset with respect to starting business, but your overall outlook on life. Trust me, it, it, it works. All right, so that one day we're talking about is choosing good company. Another thing we have to talk about is choosing or adopting self-chosen goals. And by that, I mean when we decide that or you decide that you're getting into business or when I decided, okay, you know what, I want to get into entrepreneurship, I knew clearly why I wanted to get into business or get into entrepreneurship. And that came from, from deep within. The motivation was clear to me. So if someone were to ask me, why I got into, why I decided to get into entrepreneurship. And I'm sure we could definitely talk about that in another episode and, and talk about it. And of course, when we have our guest entrepreneurs on, that's one of the questions we'll definitely ask them. What would have been their clear motivation as to why they got into business? But that has to be clear to you too. It has to be clear uh, to you as in why you decided uh, to get into business or get into entrepreneurship or to, to pursue that particular idea and that particular motivation. And one of the reasons it's 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 important as well to start thinking that way is that once you go ahead and you have this self-selected goal 
and you achieve that goal, there's a level of growth and expansion and confidence that is unbridled and cannot be matched. And it really then helps you go forward in respect to your personal and professional development. So you really want to have a clear idea as to why you're getting into business. Another thing that we talk about with respect to your changing in the mindset is having a purpose and a vision. Purpose and a vision. Visualization is very important. It's a very important tool because it then allows you to then think about it and then create actions to follow what you've been thinking about. It's very important. And again, we always talk about, spoke about it before, putting pen to paper, writing down uh, your goals. And again, this is one of those things that every successful entrepreneur has always spoken about. Somehow, some way, when you actually write down your particular visions or purpose, they're more likely to be achieved than if you just kept it in your head. Write it down. Trust me. There's something that happens magically. Who knows? When you go ahead on that particular purpose, you make it visual. Because when you make it visual, you make it you make it real. And when you go ahead and you do that, it somehow is kept in your mind and you're able to push it forward. If you just leave it in your mind without writing it down, sometimes it just ends up being wishes. Uh, you remember it this week and the next week you forget about it. But really putting it down on paper is something that I've seen uh, work. It worked for me. I've heard numerous people talk about it. But it's also always good to visualize that particular action and then follow through it by writing it down, your purpose and your vision. Another thing we have to look at is accepting the challenge, understanding that the this particular journey, if you decide to, to get into entrepreneurship, it's one that is challenging. It's one that has obstruction. It's one that has uh, different routes for you to get. It's not an easy path. It was an easy path. Everyone would do it. But there has to be an appreciation, not only an appreciation, but a, 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 yeah, that's actually right, an appreciation. There has to be an appreciation for the process. You have to be able to love the process and want to be able to live through it and get that particular experience. So I know with, with, with one of those things that, you know, for me personally, I said, okay, you know what? I'm starting up. I'm doing this for the first time. There are things that I know I can get someone to do for me or pay for someone to do for me. But I want to go through it for myself. I want to grow along this journey and I want to be able to document and remember and bring to my and, and, and bring from my memory these particular experiences I would have learned, the good, the bad, to help me go ahead and move forward. Another thing that we talk about with respect to a different change in your mindset is being willing to take risks. And of course, that, that's you know one of the, the calling cards of an entrepreneur. In life, as well as in business, there are no guarantees. And there's no path that says if I do X and Y, I'm definitely guaranteed to get Y and Z. It's not the way it works. And that being said, with great risk comes, comes also with great reward. I'm not saying that you're going to go into a particular idea without being guided, but you take calculated risks. And by that, you're able to use uh, resources, get information, educate yourself before you go ahead and take those risks. But understanding, generally speaking, there are some opportunities where you're going to have to jump into the unknown, and that is part of the course in getting into, in, into business. Another big part we're talking about with the changing in the mindset, and very important, is to do what you love. Uh, there's a school of thought there, and of course, there's also research to show it, where you'll be more likely to succeed in business when you're really truly invested in your passion. So this is something that you know you're doing it for the love of doing it and not necessarily for what would be the the end result as in you know the money in the bank account 
or fame or fortune, whatever the case might be. That particular passion is what is really going to help you sometimes when it, when the going gets tough. So you always want to consider, okay, am I doing what I really love? Is this, you know, a passion? Is this, you know, cool when I, when I, when I have some self-inflection or moments of myself that I can really say, okay, this is something that I am committed to? Because when you're committed to it, there are going to be some times when you have to make sacrifices and it's easier, you can say easier, to make that particular sacrifice if it is something that you're committed to, like a relationship. You know, so think about it that way. It has to be something that you are committed to. And then understanding that, of course, when you work on it because you're committed to it, the more you work on it, the more it's nurtured and the more it, it grows. Again, you know, you can use it like a relationship as well. That's a really good example. Good one, McKesey. Last but not least, when we're talking about the changes that should be considered in your mindset before you're starting a business would be gratitude. And by that, and what I'm talking about is an appreciation for looking at the glass half full or maybe the glass 90% full and understanding that negativity or negative mindset, what it will end up doing is impeding your progress, impeding your growth, impeding the success of your business. You want to have a, a positive attitude and look at, you know, sometimes you always talk about you complain or you you worry about the things you have the power to control. If you know that the things that are happening to you that you do not have the power to control, do not feed it by giving it your resources as in your time and your energies or allowing it to enter your mind when you know for a fact that you do not have control over it. Uh, it, it just really leads to you complaining and suffering again over things that you shouldn't have any problem worrying with. You want to have a more positive outlook. And by positive outlook, I'm talking about what you decide to, to focus your mind on, the things that you expose your mind to. And being able sometimes to just really appreciate the fact that, you know what, um, I'm able to get up in the morning. I'm able to, 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 to travel safely. I'm able to spend time with my family. I have access to resources, I have access to my mind, I'm able to go to school, I'm able to learn, I'm able to research. And that particular gratitude will definitely help you, not only, like we said, with respect to the business, but we're talking about things with respect to your life and your career, the way you you, you engage with individuals, your, your close friends, your family, uh, maybe even business partners, uh, individual venture capitalists or individuals who would interact with you, etc. There has to be that appreciation for that positive outlook and that actual positive attitude in helping you going forward. So, right, ladies and gentlemen, continuing on the podcast for today, as I said before, we have a guest, uh, guest speaker today, an expert guest speaker. And our speaker today, her name is Akusa Dardine Edwards. And she is a successful entrepreneur who's won several awards, a social entrepreneur award in Trinidad and Tobago, also the Caribbean Female Social Entrepreneur of the Year from the Global Innovation Partners and the Caribbean Center for Excellence and Sustainable Livelihoods. Akusa is a professional who is able to motivate and talk to individuals about, about entrepreneurship globally. She's been uh, speaking around the world and continues to go ahead and do that as a true passion of hers. So, as I say that now, I'm going to open the floor to 
Akuswata to introduce herself and we take it from there. Hello, Akuswa. Hello, thank you, Makesi, and congratulations on this wonderful podcast. I think it is really a great addition to the landscape. Right, thank, thank you for you. having me. Yes, thank you for being yes, and you're of course you're my first guest, the main guest, and I wanna oh. I wanna thank you for that. Okay, lovely. Right. So as you know, as we were talking about before, there has to be an a, a consideration and appreciation for individuals deciding okay when they want to get into business. If I've been you know working uh, somewhere for the last ten years or fifteen years, or even if I just said, said I wanted to start. There has to be a change in the mindset to ensure that you're putting your best foot forward when you're getting ready to start business. So I don't know if you could share some information about that. Yes, I think one of the biggest challenges moving from uh, uh, a job per se to, to working for yourself to entrepreneurship is letting go. Mm-hmm. You know, mastering the art of letting go because you are now in a a position where your income is no longer fixed. That's one thing. You are also in a position where you you don't really have too much control over many of the things that would have happened in in a traditional job. So the letting go part has to be at the forefront of your mind that one, I have to let go of this. I would call it a false sense of security because with mm-hmm. jobs, they can send you home the next day or that's right, that's you know, right. happen. Mm-hmm. And also letting go of the, the, the fact that at four o'clock it's time to leave or at eight o'clock it's time to start. Mm-hmm. So so that's one of the first things that you have to accept. Mm-hmm. That and complex we're talking about there. Yes, yes. A structure which is defined by someone else. Mm-hmm. Because you know your working hours, you know you get paid on the 28th of the month. You know... Some of us, not all of us, some of us. Some of us get paid <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know between 12 and 2 is a sign lunch unless it's a special case. So letting go of that structure which was defined for you is is quite important. But most importantly for me what I've seen is is having that kind of clear vision mm-hmm. of of how you want this business to look and where you want it to go. And that vision doesn't mean that you know exactly how it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. It just means that you have this clear picture of, of this thing happening. And then part of the letting go is letting go of the how. So I believe if you don't have that clear vision, it's harder. Yeah, it's really, really harder. So, the the vision and letting go are the two first things that I would suggest that you mm-hmm. come come to terms with and and, and accept. Yeah, I think agree on the start. 
then I think you're ready to go to start. Yeah, I, I totally understand. I agree with that because I know one of those things I would have spoken about before would be definitely uh, having a purpose and a vision and mm-hmm. an appreciation that once you visualize that is actually powerful because actions follow thoughts. And if yes. you get into the mindset of saying, okay, I need to always talk about as well, uh, writing things down. So that particular vision as well, or that, that, that goal that you have that, you know, it's attainable there, that objective, you really want to at least put it into writing and at least use that to go ahead and motivate you. You know, yeah. I want to yeah. tell us about uh, the, with the individuals that you would have interacted with when talking about entrepreneurship globally, how you would see them and when they would talk to you about when you would actually see them making that change in your mind to, to, to then switch up and then get into entrepreneurship. You know, it's, it's so simple. It's really when they are ready. Mm-hmm. And, and ready meaning, okay, no matter what, I'm giving this a, a, a go. Don't mm-hmm. start before you're, you're, you're ready. Don't start before you say, no matter what, I'm giving this my best shot right now. Yeah. And some, a lot of times I've, I've been, and I would say privileged to see that many, many times businesses start out of survival and rebuilding mm-hmm. so, so that either they actually don't have a choice, they don't really have a choice on moving forward or the, the passion within them that they have inside overpowers everything else. Mm-hmm. That's when you're ready. It re- this passion reach, reaches a point or the purpose reaches a point where there's nothing that you can do to stop it. Yeah. That's powerful, you know, because it's only like what you're talking about is what you're saying is that even though we're just kind of really talking about entrepreneurship, it seems as if there's a total change of a level of empowerment in the mindset of the individual to look at everything that is also affecting their life in a more positive point of view. Yeah. I, I, and I think the, the entrepreneurs that achieve their goals are the ones that are willing to take the risk of failing mm-hmm. because they know as as part of getting to that vision, failing is part of it. It's not a, a sign to say stop. It's a sign to step back and reassess and regroup and realign and learn and then move forward. So if you are of the mindset that everybody will like what you're doing, everybody will support it, or you will feel embarrassed if you fail, forget it. It's not for you. I, and, I, and I say this all the time. Entrepreneurship is not for everyone. It has to be more than just the money. And money is important and it's, it's key. But mm-hmm. there has to be more. There has to be a level of the vision, level of having that vision and a level of providing something of service that is useful to both yourself and your customers. Correct, correct. And you know, as you said that there, Kusu, I just wanted to remind the listeners as well that you are also a world-class author. 
and you would have gone through uh, with at least two publications, I believe, thus far that speak to understanding and appreciating uh, the transition that one has to go through, not only understanding themselves internally, but understanding uh, the life of service and, and, and being servants to us all. I wonder if you could share some information on that. Yes, so the first book, first published book is called What Did I Learn Today? Mm-hmm. Lessons on the Journey to Unconditional Self-Love. And that book is really uh, uh, the lessons that I've learned in moving from uh, a structured life that I believe was successful, uh, working at a senior position and, and, and having the traditional family to the total opposite in entrepreneurship, in moving country, in, in losing the material things that I believed was success at the time. And, mm-hmm. and, and that took a lot of work. It took a lot of self-reflection. It took a lot of accepting. It took a lot of uh, feeling at things. It took a lot of... Commitment self- as well, I'm sure. Yeah, and commitment and, and and looking inside for validation rather than externally. Mm-hmm. That true um, motivation from within. Yeah, yes. Yeah, and, that's and, exactly what we're talking about today. That is true. Yeah, so that was the first one. And then the second one is called uh, Nyabo, Madam, Why Are You Here? Mm-hmm. It's about love, service, and personal power, which is really... Uh, a book about working with women in in Uganda who actually started a business and their vision was very clear to be the number one in their field. And saying that without having the money, the the resources, they just knew that they wanted to to be the number one in order to rebuild their town after it was devastated. Mm-hmm. So and I had the distinct privilege to be a part of this journey where they did become the number one company and all the lessons along the way about persistence and dedication and commitment and, and believing in yourself. Yeah, and showing- mm-hmm. so, and, and, and being innovative because we, we had to find different ways to refinance. We had to find different ways of buying to what they were doing. So it was really a school out of school. Okay. Wow, that's great. That's great. That's great. And of course, listeners, I will actually be in the description, also including the links to Amazon where you can actually purchase those two books that Akusa spoke about. And Akusa, I know, of course, you're a hot foot. You're always, of course, <laughs> the, uh, the globe uh, spreading the good word of entrepreneurship and empowerment. So actually, yeah. you know, let us know now, you know, what's up? What's, what's, on, what's up next for Kusua? Well, um, right now I'm doing two projects up the islands, the Caribbean islands, uh, one in St. Kitts and Nevis, and then the other one is 10 other islands. So I would be jumping in and out, as you see. With my heart. Uh, well, it's a 10 island project. So okay, okay. I will be probably going to one or two and maybe bringing the other people in, 
into that island. But we're we're looking at rural development, mm-hmm. rural development and sustainable development. So how can we use what we have and use it in a sustainable way that doesn't damage the environment and still be able to live a life of pride and dignity and have the money to go with it. So that's my my next project. And of course I I I do a bit of speaking as well. So I'm hoping to tie down a book tour for this this upcoming July, August time. So mm-hmm. check out the social media pages and the website for the upcoming events. All right. And that actually led me to my to my follow-up question. So tell the good listeners, uh, how can they uh, get in contact with you? What's your best way to get in contact with you and, and share that information with us right now? Okay. So you can go on the website, which is akoswa.dardaneedwards.com. And of course, you can DM me on Instagram, akoswa.dedwards. And Twitter is the same, akoswa.dedwards. All right. Good. I'm on Facebook as well. Okay, all right. And of course, listeners, I will be providing uh, the links in the description to uh, Kusua's social media handles so you can definitely uh, get in contact with her that way. So Kusua, I really want to thank you for spending this time with us. I know you're busy and uh, it was really, really um, great information that you provided, uh, really practical examples, uh, not only of um, recommendations that you can make, but you were able to literally talk about your life and your experience, how you were able to take this idea and really turn it into the the lifestyle that you're living right now. So I want I really want to thank you for that. Yes, thank you for having me, and I feel very honored to be your first guest. Yes, yes, yes. I really appreciate it. And like I said, we'll definitely be having more guests on. I know an old friend of mine always told me that it takes two hands to clap. So I want to thank you for uh, for clapping with me this evening, and uh, we'll speak to you soon. Yeah, keep up the good work. All right, thank you. Take care, bye-bye. All right, bye-bye.